Welcome into the shoebox here at Monmouth Roseville High School. I'm Sean Temple alongside Delaney Rexro bringing you Titan Girls Basketball here on a wet, chilly, rainy kind of night here in West Central Illinois. But we got a good one. It's the Monmouth Roseville Titans and the Morrison Phillies. The Phillies coming in at 4-4 four four overall, 1-1 one one in the Three Rivers Conference West Division. Titans at 2-0 in the West Division and also still undefeated on the season at 8-0. Should have a good one tonight, matched up between the uh, Veltrop sisters of the Morrison Phillies. Carmen, or excuse me, Cameron, a 6-2 sophomore, and Shelby, a 6-3 senior. Uh, we saw them three times last year, and uh, the Titans got uh, the advantage of, of two of those uh, last season. So uh, two out of three against the uh, Veltrop sisters. And you know all about this Monmouth Roseville Titan uh, basketball program. Delaney, you spent four years playing here I with do, the, uh, the Shoebox. Uh -huh. Yeah, what's what's kind of memories you got of this shoebox? Um, some great memories, some uh, hustle memories. I, I remember <laughs> practices with Webb a lot, so you know, we get on the baseline. That is pretty familiar to me. So. So the yeah. rumors are true. Webb oh, runs yes. you a little bit. He does, he does, but it makes <laughs> us better. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, Delaney's normally in my ear uh, for ball games. She's a board op here uh, or engineer of our broadcast at Casey. You're still in my ear, but now you're sitting next to me. It's I am. It's weird. It's weird sitting next. You. I'm used to hearing you only, so. <laughs> right. You get to see how, how hectic it can be here. Yeah. Not nearly as hectic probably back at Mission Control, <laughs> though, for sure. This is a Kellogg Printing pregame show. It's going to be a fun one tonight. On the public square in Monmouth since 1924, Kellogg Printing is a full-service commercial printer serving local and nationwide clients. Delaney and I broadcasting from the Vic Roy's Furniture Broadcast booth. Quality furniture at an affordable price located in Monmouth, Illinois. And this game is powered by the Greater Warren County United Way, where 100% of your donations directly impact our communities. I got a chance to talk to head coach Scott Weber in his fifth season with the Monmouth Roseville Titans. Getting close to that 100 win mark. He's at 82 right now. Mm. Yeah, I told him he had 80. He got to 80 a couple games ago and he's like, wow, I'm getting that close to 100. I was like, you're getting close, buddy. And uh, Carrie Grimm, she's in her sixth season with the Morrison Phillies. That's the uh, head coaches tonight. I got a chance to talk to head coach Scott Weber before the ball game tonight. We'll come back with our Security Savings Bank pregame coaches interview in 30 seconds. Security Savings Bank, part of your community part of your life. Member FDIC. We'll be back. Welcome into the AM 1330 FM 94.1 WRAM pregame show. Joining me here on the pregame show for our pregame coaches interview is head coach Scott Weber with the Monmouth Roseville Titans. Webb, it's a, uh, another another home game, man. The one on the long string. It's nice. It, it is nice, but then we also know what's coming, right? But uh, always nice to be in the shoebox. Another conference game. Good team coming in, so we're excited. Off to a good start, 8-0. Uh, seems like this is how we start every pregame interview, and you'd like to start it this way for the next 30, 35 games, I'm sure. But uh, guys, off to a good start. And what you've been doing for the most part is getting off to good starts. Against Morrison, how important is that tonight? Very important. You know, they've got uh, two really, really big and good post players. One's coming back from injury, but uh, she played last night. Um, and the older one is averaging just under 20 a game. So, I mean, really good post. Um, we're going to have to get off to a good start and I think put some pressure on them and not let them get comfortable sitting in a zone. But uh, we need to get off to that good start. Took two out of three last year against this team. They got the last one, took the first two from them uh, here at home, I believe, and then in the tournament play and then, then lost uh, lost a seven, eight-point game at their place. So it took two out of three. A lot of the same players really back for both ball clubs. Yeah, they lost a couple of their uh, a couple guards, which I think is, is key for them. Um, I, I think, you know, most of the time I come in and tell you we got an advantage inside and out. Tonight I'm going to call it equal. I'm not going to say they're better than us. The one might have a little bit more experience, but 
Um, we, we feel like our posts are as good as their posts, but I feel that we got an advantage on the guard front. And so we're going to get out. We're going to guard them. We're going to make their guards handle it. We're going to put some pressure on them, see what they can do. Talking about the Veltrop sisters, obviously, for Morrison, I thought at least the games that I saw, I saw two of the three. Not sure I saw the one at their place, maybe maybe online. But I, on the on our defensive end, their offensive end, we did a pretty good job against both Veltrops. I don't think either one of them really went off. Now, they gave us a little trouble on our offensive end. Yeah, and they, they threw a little zone at us, a 3-2 zone last year that we weren't ready for. It's the first time they played it. We weren't ready for it. We tried to make some adjustments. We got down early. And we fought back and got it close, but uh, just couldn't get over the hump. But we're ready for what they're going to throw at us tonight. I expect, you know, either a 1-2-2, a 3-2, or some type of zone. Camp those girls in the middle. But we've, we've done a better job, too, of moving our posts around. And so uh, what we've seen on film is that they follow people out of the paint. And so we're going to make them come guard us, and hopefully we can get by and then dish and score. Yeah, when we talked off there a little bit, the, the best way to defend the post is just not let them get it, and that is put that pressure on the guards. Yeah, and we got to do that. Our, it's important tonight that we put as much pressure or more than we've done all year on guards, not only ball handling, but when they pick it up, they do a really good job with the high-low. Their girls know how to work. They're going to try and displace us a little bit, but all that's null if we can put pressure on the guards. Shooting the ball a little better here in the last couple of games that with, with the two big posts they have in the middle there with, with again, the aforementioned Veltrops, so making some shots can be pretty big to get into that press. Yeah, it's going to be huge, and it, it'd be nice to see Maddie Gillen get off to a good start, knock down a couple threes, even Tatiana uh, knock down some threes. If we can do that, it's going to really spread out their zone um, and maybe make them come out of it. But it's going to be key to make a couple shots early so they don't sit back in that zone. All right, Coach, good luck. Go get them. We'll talk to you afterwards. Appreciate it. Thank you. Head Coach Scott Weber with the Mama Throws Little Titans here on the pregame show. We'll be back. Welcome back to the shoebox here at Mama Throwsville High School. We'll take care of some other sponsorship before the game gets underway. Our referees tonight sponsored by Keel Eye Care and Mammoth and Gelsberg. Make sure you're seeing every play. Get your eyes examined regularly with Kehoe Eye Care. Uniform sponsors, MC Sport and more. Your home for all your sports equipment and team apparel, hats, hoodies, polos, basketballs, and much, much more. MCSportandMore.com. Mammoth Roseville and their home white tops, white bottoms with the blue and silver trim down the side. Mammoth Roseville across the front and silver trimmed in blue and then blue numbers. The the uh, Morrison Phillies. Well, I see red I see red bottoms. I'm guessing a red top too. Yep, I see the uh, one of the uh, warrants come up. It's a red top, red bottom with the uh, blue and red trim. Thanks to MC Sportmore for being our uniform sponsor. And now the most listened to thing on the pregame show. Oh, it's no. my color analyst keys to the game brought to you by Robert Thompson Trucking for all your rock, sand, dirt, and grain hauling needs. Call Robert Thompson Trucking at 768-2697. You played with this program. You've played for Coach Webb. Uh, you've been connected with the program because you've got a sister that plays for Mama Roseville. So you know all about these girls. What's I do, keys? I do. Um, I think Mariah and all the guards are going to have to put a lot of pressure on the other guards to not get that ball into the post. You know, with a 6-2 post, another 6-3 post, it's going to be hard to guard them in the post whenever they get the ball. They can just probably shoot it right over you. So just try not to let them get that ent those entry passes. Make it hard for the guards yes. to enter the ball, right? Yes, yes. All right, all right we're going to take it back to the studio for our national anthem. We'll be back in two minutes. Back here at the Shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School. National Anthem was just played here, and it's sponsored by Stanton Insurance, your local all-state insurance agency, Stanton Insurance in Mammoth, since 1919. We'll have our Mammoth area McDonald's starting lineups. 
Now hiring. Check to see what openings are available at your local McDonald's. First for the Morrison Phillies, they start Bailey Brewer, a 5'5 senior, averaging a couple points of all game. Jordan Eads, a 5'6 junior, averaging seven points. Cameron Beltrop, a 6'2 sophomore, averaging 11 points of all game. Shelby Beltrop, the older Beltrop, the 6'3 senior, averaging just a little under 20 points of ball game. Diana Robbins, a 5'8 senior, she averages 12 points a game as the starting lineup's getting ready to be announced for the Mammoth Roseville Titans. The gym has went dark, the spotlight's on, and we're ready to go. Tatiana Taliba'a, a sophomore, averaging six points and two and a half rebounds a game, also four and a half assists, doing a great job running the offense for the Mammoth Roseville Titans. Maddie Gill on a senior, averaging 15 points and four rebounds. She He's the leading assist maker at just a little under five. Does a little bit of everything for this Monmouth Roseville Titan ball club. Mariah Reading, a senior, averaging four and a half points and a little over two rebounds a game. Brianna Woodard, a sophomore, 16 points, eight and a half rebounds a game. And Carmen Houston, a junior, averaging 12 and a half points and four and a half rebounds. I sure do like the new uh, starting lineup oh, they have yeah. here, huh? Yeah. How, how jacked up and excited. Pretty awesome, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm John Temple alongside Delaney Rex Road again. Just not not too far gone. A couple of years you were out here, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Just two years, two years. So seems like 20, or does it oh, seem yeah. like two months? It seems like two months. I feel like I'm still involved. <laughs> of course, you're a student mom with college now, and, and we'll talk about your uh, your track exploits at the college coming up at the halftime break. We also got Bianca Luna here. She's also a former mom with Rosa player. She's worked with me before on uh, games. Probably some of your games, maybe. Back yeah, in she the did day, our maybe. senior yeah. night, I think. So uh, we'll talk to her. She's playing softball and some basketball at Monmouth College as well. The uh, Morrison Phillies win the tip. We are underway. Titan basketball here on AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM. Dribbling to the side is Diana Robbins. Now back up top of the key to Jordan Eads. Try to lob it in. And it gets somehow ends up in the hands of one of the Beltrops. And the put back no good as uh, Cameron misses the shot and Shelby misses the shot. Nice job by the Titans. Yeah, yeah. Driving in is Tatiana Taliba'a. She gets her shot blocked out of bounds. I remember doing the game last year here. And it was just about this time of the year. We played them at home first, which we didn't get the flip that we normally get. And I think Morrison, it's our first time we'd see the Veltrop uh -huh. sisters. And I think there was like 10 to 12 block shots in the yeah, first half alone. All they have to do is raise their arms. Your arms yeah. are so long. Top of the key, 2-3 zone here by the Morrison Phillies. Right wing is Mariah Reading. Titans do such a great job of moving the ball. Right now, a little slower than normal. They get it into Carmen Houston. She tried a scoop shot around the uh, the older Beltrop sister. That's uh, Shelby, and Phillies with the rebound. And turnover, threw it out of bounds. First turnover of the ball game goes to the Morrison Phillies. What are you seeing so far out of the uh, out of the Titan offense here? Looks a little stagnant tonight. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So far. But I think their defense is putting really good pressure on them. I mean, they've only gotten one post touch, and that was off of a rebound, so. In the corners, Maddie Gillen, she'll fire a three ball, a little long. Backside rebound picked up by Shelby Beltrop. Didn't have the rebounding stats for uh, for Morrison. I just got minimal stats from, from the, uh, the Philly Sports Department. In for the layup, ooh, nice block by, by uh, that was uh, Brianna Woodard. I kept trying to figure out which, which Beltrop it is, but, but Woodard gets the block. Here comes the Titans oh. on the run, and they throw it away, but it ends up in the hands of Maddie Gillen off. Rebounded by Woodard. She gets her shot uh, at least altered a little bit there. Yeah. This might end up being a 20 to 18 game with, with as good post play as we've got here. Yeah. Ooh, good high-low game from Beltrop to Beltrop, but it goes out of bounds. It's going to be off of Morrison. And I talked to Coach Weber off the air a little bit. They run that high-low game mm -hmm. so, so well. 
I know the uh, uh, what was what's Carmen? What was Carmen's uh, older sister's name? Riley. Uh, Riley Houston uh, used to run uh, between Riley and Carmen. That high-low mm -hmm. game used to be yeah. really solid. I think help defense is going to be really key in this game. And so far, so good. Of course, you probably see as many games as I have for the Titans. They they do a pretty good job of, of help defense. Yeah, and they do. Carmen Houston plows her way into the lane and gets the bucket. She says, "Bring that six-three-six-two frame in. I'll just power through you." <laughs> And the Titans nearly get a steal. Loose on the floor, no travel call in the lane and kicks it back out to Shelby Beltrop and into Cameron Beltrop for the layup. So we're tied at two, two points apiece. Cameron gets that bell. I seen you doing the travel sign over there. I thought it was a travel uh, myself. She was kind of sliding a little bit on the floor with the ball in her hand. Yeah, so she went somebody got a rebound the other night, just fell on the floor and there was no call. In the lane is Tali Ball. Oh. Good dump off into Brianna Woodard. The key is going to be getting the shot up quick. If yes. you wait at all, it's going to be a lot of trouble with mm -hmm. the uh, with the long arms of, of uh, Cameron and Shelby Veltrop. So once you get the pass, that's got to go to oh, the yeah. rim, man. Taliba in the lane, kicks it into the right wing. Driving baseline is Mariah reading back out there to Taliba. Battle for the rebound, come up with Jordan Eads. That's another thing the Titans are going to have to do is win the 50-50 balls tonight yeah. because the Veltrops are going to get enough rebounds. You got to get hustle. the ones that the ones that the Veltrops don't get. We have to get. Yeah. Knocked out of bounds by Monmouth Roseville. Two-two with 5:05 left here in the first quarter. Inbounding. Boy, the Titans making it tough to inbound it here. I'm guessing nine times out of ten they just lob it into one of the oh, Veltrops. Oh, I bet normally. so. <laughs> Put their arms away. <laughs> right. But I, you know. I, uh, Brianna Wood is probably one of the taller girls oh, yeah. that they see during the during the year, so it's not quite as easy as it normally yeah. is. Turnover there by the Morrison Phillies as uh, they tried to force in off the inbounds play. And it goes off of a Philly hand. Left wing, now we got a foul. First foul of the ball game is going to go on the Morrison Phillies. It will be either uh, uh, Bailey Brewer or Jordan Eads. We'll see who they give it to. It's going to go to Bailey Brewer. Top of the key to Taliba, left wing. Gillen now down to the post to Brianna Woodard. Yeah, can't turn, you turn right into the defense. That's tough to do against the zone. You're gonna have to either get that thing to the rim or pop it right back out to the wing. Right elbow is Shelby Beltrop looking for her sister posting up down low. And uh, like a push off there, at least yeah. the crowd on that side wanted a push off. Now we got a jump ball. It is gonna go to Monmouth Roseville. 2-2, 4.26 left, first period. Over the timeline is Taliba, still in that, uh, well, it looks like more of a 3-2 zone here. And I know from talking to Coach Weber on Wednesday morning on the morning show, he said they run a little 1-2-2 and a little 3-2. Huh. But there's a silent Gillen, Maddie Gillen with a three ball. Sponsored by Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, list it and get it sold with Mammoth Farm and Home Realty. Nearly a turnover in the backcourt. That's, that's going to be the key, making shots so they can set up in that press. I agree. And right now, Titans better get somebody back because it is. Like, There's two. <laughs> Carmen's got her hands out. Hey, I got two bell drops <laughs> back here, man. <laughs> Calling for some help right away, wasn't she? Over the timeline is Diana Roberts. And getting in the passing lane is Mariah Reading. Loose ball picked up by Morrison. Three ball in and out, Ooh. no good. Rebounded by Carmen Houston. She can go coast to coast if she has to. Gonna take it right in. Gets it stripped away and it's loose on the floor. And we're gonna have another jump ball between Woodard and uh, Bailey Brewer. 
But Carmen Houston, she Carmen and I watched I watched Carmen and Brianna go coast to coast after uh -huh. rebounds. They're both very fast. Both handle the ball. I mean, not not quite point guard ability, but no. they could yeah. definitely get up and down the floor. Oh, nice oh. passing there by the by the uh, Morrison Phillies from sister to sister there. That was uh, younger sister Cameron to uh, Shelby. That was just a little touch pass. Tottenham. Oh, jumper good. Just outside the free throw line. Hey, if they're not going to guard her there, might as well shoot it. And she's got to get more. She's got to get more assertive mm -hmm. on offense. I think. I think mean, she doesn't have to, but it no. certainly would be another yeah. weapon. Seven to four, Mama Throwsville, and it's going to go out of bounds off Morrison. That is their fourth turnover here so far in the first, just under five minutes here in the first quarter. Inbounded to Taliba, to Mariah Reading, now in the corner, Gillen, and we got an illegal screen. Is that going to go on? Is that going to go on Taliba? I think so. What happened there? I was looking at the play. Did you happen to get a, get a glance at what happened there? I did not. 7-4. That's first foul on Taliba. That is the first team foul. So now each team has a foul. And we are sitting at 7-4. Mama throws another almost a turnover in the backcourt. Instead, it's going to lead to an odd man run out. Nice break there by the Morrison Phillies. That's two nice passes I've yeah, seen Cameron Beltrop throw. This time it was ends up in the hands of Diana Robbins, who's not bad herself. She scores 12 again. No, yeah. Left wing, Gillen had an open look at the three. They weren't quite ready to fire it up there, though. Inside out game to Reading. Back into Carmen Houston. Gets her shot blocked. Little contact down low. I'll tell you, one thing you don't <laughs> want to do is to make Carmen mad. No, 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 no. She now we got a foul on the baseline. It's going to go with Mom with Roseville. She got into a little bit of uh, uh, physicalities, we'll call oh, it. Oh yeah. Against Erie Prophetstown the other night, and there was there was a half a quarter where I could just see the look in Carmen's eyes. Where <laughs> I'm getting this thing to the rim. If I ever see Carmen mad, I'm getting out of her way. <laughs> Seven six, Mom with Roseville, inbounded, and Brianna Woodard trailing. Uh, I think that's Cameron Beltrop. Nope, that's the that's the older one. Excuse me, Shelby Beltrop. Can't trail. These girls are way too good to trail through the lane. You got to beat them to a spot. Yeah. Foul's gonna go on uh, Brianna Woodard. That's her second. Did I miss one in there? Or is that? I think they got an extra one on there. I think. First free throw is good by Shelby Beltrop. She's a 75% free throw shooter. Both girls uh, shoot pretty well from the free throw line. Both at 75%. And the second one's good, too. So that gives the Phillies their first lead at 8-7. And the free throws are sponsored by Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. I don't see the crisp ball movement around the zone as I normally do. Nice little flare, Ooh, or little, little flash into the lane there by Woodard. Yes, That's what you got to do. Yeah. Get that thing to the corner and then kind of spread them out a little bit and flies to the middle. Tipped out of bounds, and it's going to be a timeout. Our first timeout of the ballgame is going to go to head coach uh, Scott Weber for the Mama Throwsville Titans with 2.11 to go. 9-8 Mama Throwsville. It is the 30-second timeout. We'll take a quick 30 ourselves. We'll be back. Both teams back on the floor following the Mama Throwsville timeout. 9-8 Titans. Phillies with the ball. Boy, drills in the corner. Nearly had a trap there between Gillen and Woodard. Phillies get out of it. They'll set the offense up. Diana Robbins into... Shelby Beltrop, she'll drive baseline, kicks it across, and turnover. Picked up by Maddie Gillen, another steal by number three, but she throws it away to the Phillies. And right there, looky what I found is Shelby Beltrop. She's got six here in the first quarter. 
And boy, that was really close to Beltrop going over the back of Houston. Uh, I know the fans on that side wanted it over yeah, the back. Yeah, they did. Instead, it's going to be Philly basketball. Mustangs is what the uh, the boys are called for Morrison, and then the girls, the Phillies. Not the Philadelphia Phillies. <laughs> it's, the, it's a female horse Philly. <laughs> and we got a foul away from the ball on the inbound. And that is going to go against Taliba'a. That is her second. So if the, if the book is right, Woodard's got two and Taliba's got two. I didn't see the first foul on Woodard, though. I think maybe might have put a little extra one on there. Or not, they probably would have had it corrected by now. So. Yeah. In off the inbound, no Ooh, good man. by there, Cameron Beltrop. Finally got it over the back there. The fans give him a nice little raspberry on that side. <laughs> Yay, you finally got one. <laughs> 10 to 9, Morrison with the lead here with a buck and a half to go. Now we got a stoppage in play. Somebody was tying their shoe and they inbounded, so they're going to re redo that. 10 9, minute and a half to go here, first quarter. Over the timeline is reading. Lexi Finnecum in the ball game on the right wing for the Monmouth Roseville Titans now. In for, uh, let's see who she come in for. Who she come in for over there? Uh, Tatiana. Yep, I Tatiana Taliban. Yep. So Reading will run the point. Totally capable of doing that. In the lane. Brianna Woodard shot no good. But she got it up there quick. Yes, she did. Like to see. Yes, she did. Didn't get a chance, uh, didn't give the Veltrops a chance to get set and get their feet ready. And, well for the block and nearly a steal by Maddie Gillen. And Coach Weber thought it was going to be Titan basketball. Instead, Robbie Hinkle, one of our officials tonight, Tad Johnson, and then uh, a new young official, female official down the baseline. Good to see some young young officials. You do a little officiating, don't you, Delaney? I do, I do. I uh, officiate fifth and sixth graders. So the toughest ba batch of the players. So. I'm guessing it's the fifth and sixth grade, doesn't matter if it's boys or oh, girls, nope. a lot of jump balls. <laughs> yeah, a lot. <laughs> a lot of moving screens, a lot of fouls. <laughs> I'm glad to see that you're getting involved. Yeah. We, need, we need some young people. Now another foul away from the ball is going to go against Morrison this time. Morrison looks confused. And it's going to be on, that's Bailey Brewer, that's her second too. So foul's starting to pile up a little bit here. Under a minute to go, first quarter. 10 to 9, Morrison leading Monmouth Roseville. In the corner to Finnecum and loses the handle on it and it goes out of bounds. Well, they just make even the corner passes stuff. Oh, There's yeah. so much length out there. And we, you know, we, we keep talking about the Beltrop sisters, but uh, Diana Robbins, 5'8, she's got a little length on her at the guard yeah. position, too. Finnecum guarding Robbins, picks up her dribble in the corner near midcourt. Finds. A uh, Morrison uh, Philly, Bailey Brewer. They don't go very deep, Morrison. I know uh, they play their starters a lot. Oh, yeah. And they're going to say that's off the hands of Cameron Beltrop on the entry pass there. A lot of contact from behind. Uh, with 22 seconds, we'll see if Titans will uh, probably play for one here, I'm guessing. Yeah. Left wing is Maddie Gillen. It's it in two. Oh, nice ball movement. Mariah Reedy's three, no good. Tipped around. Maddie Gillen's going to pick it up with eight seconds. Still got time. Gillen, crossover, throws it up. Going to draw the foul. Ooh, that's a good bailout that, call there. That is. Yeah, I think I, she might have thought it was a little less time at the clock. <laughs> Maddie, there's still four seconds left. She drove in and just kind of flipped one up there. Ended up getting the, getting the foul. Yeah. So. And not a ton of contact there either. But like I say all the time, any call in my favor is a great call. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
First free throw from with Roseville is Maddie Gillen. She's almost as automatic as they come, shooting 84% on the season. Just, just a uh, machine there from the free throw line. Now we're tied up at, at 10. Farm King, the family store with Morris since 1959, and Maddie makes them both. See, even Mike Jinx can't even stop Maddie from making, making free throws. Four seconds to go, we'll see if, oh. and a steal by Gillen. She's gonna get a shot. Reading at the buzzer, no good, and Finnecum. Well, I thought I thought Maddie was going to pull up there. She had oh, some room. Pulled yeah, up the three-point line. End of the first quarter. The Titans have a one-point lead, 11-10. We'll be back in one minute here at the Shoebox at Monmouth Roseville High School. Back here at the Shoebox at Monmouth Roseville High School as we get set for quarter number two. I'm Sean Temple alongside Delaney Rexroad, former Monmouth Roseville Titan uh, uh, dual sport athlete. You played, you played three sports? You get I did, I did. Three sport athlete. Oh, big shot from Maddie Gillen, top of the key. That's a great way to start the uh, second quarter of your Monmouth Roseville. Gillen's second three ball sponsored by Monmouth Farm and Home Realty. What did you see in that first period, Delaney? What did you see from the Titans on the offensive defensive side? Offensively, I saw them adapting to their zone defense. You know, they're very spread out, very lengthy, so I saw them adapting. And defense, I saw them kind of adapting, too, to defense. I mean, try not to get that ball to the sisters and, you know, um, trying to make them take shots outside of the arc. Yeah, they're going to – and like Coach Weber said, they're going to get their points. You yeah. just can't let them go off. And so yeah. far, they haven't yeah. went off. The Titans have done no, a pretty solid job. Is that Carmen Houston there? I was looking at uh, – Bree Woodard, I'm pretty Woodard sure. With the, with the bucket there. So the Titans with the first uh, well, 5-2 run here to start the second quarter. They're up 16-12. And a steal by Lexi Fenecum. Down the middle of the lane, drives in, throws it up. No good, but she'll get a couple free throws. Good start to the second quarter. That is. They're coming out intense, really intense. Must have given them that good Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the third foul on Bailey Brewer. Wow. Holy cow. Um, average is just a couple points, but you know, one of the starters on a not very deep bench. Mm -hmm. First free throw is good by Lexi Finnecum. Titans do a, just a great job of shooting free throws as a team, 69%. And so far, three for three tonight. Farm King, the family store with more since 1959. Second free throw by Finnecum, who uh, was two for two coming into this one. And stays perfect, four for four on the season. Two for two tonight, the Titans with a six-point lead. It's their biggest lead, I think, so far. Yeah. 18-12, and that second free throw allows them to set up into that press. And they try to throw over the top of it. Nice pass from Diana Robbins to Shelby Beltrop. Yeah, that's the problem with the press, and, and, and Coach Weber knew it. He said if you don't get a stop. Then they're good, probably going to get a layup. A good chance they're going to get a layup in transition. But he'll take his chances. Yeah. And it's really our, good press whenever it works. Well, they, they caused all kinds of fits at that, oh, at that I know. Thanksgiving tournament. <laughs> yeah. 18-14, the Titans turn it over. And here comes, again, just throwing over the top. And getting in the passing lane is Carmen Houston, stolen away by Monmouth Roseville. Here comes Gillen, nice pass ahead to Finnecum, goes up strong and tipped out of bounds by uh, Jordan Eads. That's a nice job of defense by Eads. Kept the hands yeah. straight up, didn't lean him in. And I know, I know Lexi was trying to draw a foul there, but it was a great job by Eads. Yeah. 18-14. In the corner, Gillen. Well, she flirted with that three, but she's <laughs> yeah, got the she six. Did. <laughs> that's a six-three Shelby Bell drop right in front of her. Into Woodard and gets her shot altered by Cameron Veltrop, the younger of the Veltrop sisters, the younger of the six-footers, and dribbles off her feet loose in the backcourt. Good hustle by Mariah Reading. Oh, they're going to call a foul on Mariah Reading as she was just diving for the basketball. 
I think, and I know it's it's, it's hard to think yeah, on your feet yeah. out there, but even if Morrison picks that up, they're probably going to get a 10-second yeah. call, mm -hmm. and you would have saved a foul, and it would have been your basketball, but it's hard to think that quickly on your feet. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to let this go. Left elbow jumper is good. Man. That's a nice shot. That was by a good shot. I mean, she's going to score in the paint and make the little yeah. mid-range jumpers. Can't let her get going here. And another foul called on Jordan Eads. As we are getting both uh, really close to uh, one and one territory. Uh, both are now, both in the bonus. So the next next foul for both teams will send them to the free throw line. 16 fouls apiece into reading. Left wing is Finnecum to Houston. Ball fake, takes it in and gets her shot blocked, hits the, hits the floor. <laughs> Tell you what, she's starting to get that look in her she's eye. She's starting to get a little bit angry, I think. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see her face. Watch out, everyone. Time. No. Yep. She's going to be strong to the hole. Somebody's, she's going to go through somebody if she has to. Right wing is Diana Robbins. They get it into you know, good give and go to Robbins. And stepping in there to try to take the charge was reading. Doesn't get the call, but the Titans come out with it. Gillen takes oh. it to the hole, and she's going to get fouled. Two shots for Maddie. That, you know, that's another part of the offense is just try to get the rebound and oh, beat yeah. it down the floor. Open your eyes up both ends of the court, It is uh, three fouls on Jordan Eads for, for Morrison. And the first shot by Maddie Gillen is good. I don't think uh, I don't think the Morrison fans agreed with that. I last do not call. think so either. <laughs> Telling the refs to open her eyes. Oh. <laughs> first free throw is good by Maddie Gillen, and the second one's good as well. She's about as automatic as it comes. Six for six for the Titans from the charity stripe, and Gillen's made four of those. 20 to 16, and Farm King, the family store, and more, gets a couple more free throws. Just over five minutes last second quarter. And now we have a foul on the legal screen on Emery Brewer. This is gonna make him even less happy, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and since that is a... Uh, no, it's a player control foul, so I don't think we have the, uh, yeah, we don't have the one of the bonus there. I think the scores table thought maybe we should, which, you know, technically we are in the bonus, yeah. but not a, not a player control foul. So. But it is 18 fouls on Morrison, so they're getting really close to putting the Titans in double bonus with a ton of time yeah. left here. Inside to Brianna Woodard. Ooh, good, good ball shot. fake. To Gillen. Get in there. In and out, no good. That was a good set there. And on the run comes Diana Robbins. Into the younger Beltrop. That's Cameron, the 6'2 sophomore, and she's fouled by uh, Brianna. Brianna Woodard, I believe, is going to pick up the foul. If it is, that'll be. And having running commentary here with some Morrison fans and the, <laughs> the officials. <laughs> First free throw is good by Cameron Beltrop. This might get a little fun by the time this is over. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Now they're going to get the foul with Finnegan, so now she's got two. I only had her for now. I might have missed one there, too. Second free throw is good for for uh, Cameron Beltrop. She's got six. And the lead is two for Mammoth Roseville. 20 to 18 with four and a half minutes to go. Good pull up in the lane by Finnegan. He gets it to go. Shoot her right over him. If they, Hard to do, but. If this conference had a sixth man of the year award, it would probably go to Lexi Yes, she's like, very good off the bench. Coach Weber said she would start for probably 90% of the teams that we play, but just we're just 
Oh, there's going to be a technical foul. It's going to go on Cameron Beltrop as she throws Maddie Gillen to the floor, and that's going to be a technical and a personal foul on Cameron Beltrop, and that's not going to make the, the Morrison fans oh just down the road from us I here. I can already hear him. <laughs> Starting to get a little feeling in the game. Now Coach Grimm is having a, a, a discussion with the referee. So Maddie Gillen's going to go to the free throw line for the for the technical free throw. It'll be Titan ball. So this game potentially a three-point play here. Yes. Give the Titans a, a seven-point lead. This could be a big turning point. Mm -hmm. First free throw is good. She get two? Yeah, I guess she does get two. I was thinking it was just one, but I think a player technical is two shots. Now Coach Grimm having a, a discussion, and I'm using air quotes, folks, a discussion with, uh, with uh, Robbie Hinkle, one of the officials across the way. Gillen makes both free throws. Farm King, the family store, with more. That gives the Titans a six-point lead. So, man, you hit a three-pointer here. You got a nine-point oh, lead. Oh, yeah. I think and, that'll get them get going. Yeah, in, in, a, in a short period of time. Oh, now what do we got here? And we're going to have somebody uh, kicked out of the uh, gymnasium here. As uh, athletic director Jeremy Adolson is going to uh, throw a uh, throw a fan out, so we're going to have to uh, take a little time here. 24 to 18, Mammoth Roseville, six-point lead with 4:16 to go, and uh, leaving the facility is going to be one of the uh, Mammoth, or excuse me, the uh, uh, Morrison uh, Phillies fans. Yeah, we're going to get a little feeling in the game here tonight. Oh yeah, heat this cold area up. <laughs> escorted out of the gymnasium. We'll get back underway here. Titan basketball right here in front of us, right in front of our Vic Royce Furniture broadcast booth. And Gillen will trigger it in to Lexi Finnica. Now, left wing is Gillen. Back underway. Let's get back to normalcy here. Finnicum back to reading. Left wing is Maddie Gillen. I, you know, honestly, I don't think this has been officiated all that bad. No, no, not at all. They're doing a pretty good job. Right wing, reading, no good. Loose on the floor, gets back into the possession of the Titans. Gillen long three, oh. good! Maddie Gillen, what a first half. That's her third Mammoth Farm at home realty three-pointer. And the lead is nine. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. You there. It goes from a two-point lead to, to nine pretty quick. And down on the uh, offensive end for Morrison, Shelby Veltrop gets it to go. She's got 12. Maddie Gillen's got 15 points here in the first half. Three three balls. Tipped out of bounds by Morrison. Oh, oh! I thought that was tipped, wasn't it? I think. I also thought. Brianna thought it was tipped too. What are she? She tried to find uh, um, Gillen on the wing. I think Gillen or Finnicum on the wing there, and I thought Morrison got a handle. I on also. That. We're gonna give it to the Morrison Mustang or the Morrison Philly, Excuse me. Nice give and go. It's gonna end up in an ooh missed layup. Over the back, no call by, by Cameron Beltrop. Morrison gets the rebound and misses the shot. A lot of, lot of physicality tonight. I love it. Finnecum, ball fake. Free throw line jumper is good. How'd she get that one to go? I think she was just trying to draw a foul. Oh, yeah, me too. There was an arm around her. It <laughs> looked like she was, but. Got the shot. A lot of contact. Got the shot to go. Finnecum was six points here in the second quarter. And Carmen Houston backing into the younger Beltrop. I think that's Cameron Beltrop. As uh, Carmen's been Carmen Carmen against Cameron. That's been a fun uh, fun matchup here. 
Uh-huh. That's going to be, how many fouls is that? This is one on Kermit Houston, so. Yeah. But it is going to be a free throw. As Cameron Beltrop is going to shoot a one and the bonus. She's got six points. Her sister Shelby, older sister Shelby's got 12. First free throw is up and good. What good free throws tonight. Nobody's missed one. The Titans are eight for eight, and uh, the Phillies are five for five. And both of them were pretty solid coming in. Morrison as a team shooting 65% and Monmouth Roosevelt 69%. Let's see if the Temple Jinx can work. And it did. See? <laughs> see how it is? I apologize, Philly fans. <laughs> and travel call. Yep, you got it. The lady was saying what uh, before they even oh, man. before they even called it. Yeah, I was I, as soon as I looked up, I heard a whistle and I seen the girl kind of just kind of stumble yeah. backwards. So. I think she knew it too. So. <laughs> yeah, not much uh, not much argument there. 29-21, two and a half minutes to go, second quarter. And Finnicum, yep. Finnicum yeah. tried to get uh tried to get Diana Robbins off of her. Uh, this is where if you are Coach Weber, I think, with 231 to go, you don't really want to burn a timeout, but you've got you, you gotta you got an eight-point lead. You want to stay under control. Yeah. You don't want to fall into their traps. Yeah. And I'm not saying Morrison's, a, you know, no, initiating no, no, no. all of it, but you don't want to get caught up in the, in any stuff, yeah. no matter who starts it. 29-21, 2:20 to go. All three games last year were physical. I remember. Right wing dribbling to the right wing is Emery Brewer, tipped away by Finnicum. Across the lane to Reading, and the layup is missed. It just bounced off the rim. That would have been a uh, that was a I'm nice not, yeah. job by Finnicum to find her on that one on the uh, wing, and a nice job of reading trail the play. In the lane and scoring, nice take to the rim by Jordan Eads. That's her first bucket, and the lead is down to six. So that's a four-point swing. There. Yeah, we got to get the, we got to make the layups, and and uh, the yeah, Phillies made us pay for it there. Kicked back out to reading on the left wing. Now Finnicum and Gillen playing catch up top. Gillen thought about hitting the three there. Free throw line jumper by Woodard is good. Yeah. She can make that. She's a good, she's a good mid-range yes, shooter. 31-23, a minute, uh, minute 25 to go here in the second quarter. Reading, guarding Emery Brewer. I look for the back cut, not there. Good job by deep. Uh, and you, one of your keys is playing good team defense. Yeah. The Titans have done a pretty solid job of that, I think. Top of the key three by Emery Brewer is no good. To Lexi Finnecum. Boy, if you're the Titans, fire that fire away from three-point range. They've only made five all season. Yeah. Period. Five, five three-pointers in, in the first eight games. So something that's not a part of their game normally for sure. Inside out. Oh, Gillen, I think, had a <laughs> chance to fire one up there, but I think you want to eat a little clock here. by Brianna Woodard, back out to Gillen, left wing, but 37 seconds ago. Titans do a good job of eating some clock here. Houston back out to Reading, Finnecum. Gillen left wing, yeah, they're gonna eat almost, they're gonna probably at least try to eat up a whole last minute of this game. Or, excuse me, the first half, excuse me. And they throw it away. Well, they ate up a bunch of time, but now Morris is gonna get the last shot probably. And that's fine with an eight point lead, they, they ate up at least 45 seconds. Yeah. Shot no good. Here comes Houston. Gets it tipped away from her with four seconds to go. Loose on the floor. Got to get a shot up. Get in there, Gillen. Just off the mark at the buzzer. 31 to 23. Titans with 20 points in the second quarter. 
to get an eight-point lead here at the half. We'll be back in three minutes. We're going to talk to Delaney about how things are going at Monmouth College on the track program. And also Bianca Luna is going to step in and talk to us, too. She's a uh, softball and basketball player for Monmouth College. We'll be back in three minutes. Welcome back to Shoebox here at Monmouth Roseville High School. As we start the halftime show, brought to you by LMP Insurance Agency. For your auto, home, commercial, life, and farm insurance needs, contact Rachel Kunkel or Julie Martin at 734-2116. It is Monmouth Roseville leading at the half, 31-23. to They were up by one point there in the first quarter, 11-10, to and then stretched out the lead with a 20-13 to scoring advantage. I'm going to start with my broadcast partner, Delaney Rexrow. What did you see in the second quarter that maybe the Titans made an adjustment that got them out to that uh, a little bit safer lead. I think they came out fast. They came out really fast, really intense, and uh, I think that the, the energy was a lot higher in the second quarter than the first. Absolutely, definitely on the defensive end. For oh sure, yeah, I mm -hmm. think, and and I think they got uh, used to that zone a yes. little bit on the yeah. offensive end, started moving the ball a little better. And I, I think I said something in the first quarter that normally that thing is moving. Yeah, it's a two three yeah. zone. The Titans do a great, I mean, a great job of ball movement, just tic tac toe all yeah. the way around. They did that a little better in the second quarter, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, they've, they've been a great third quarter team. I mean, an absolutely great third quarter team. And, yeah. and I always ask Coach Webb, what'd you say in the locker room? He said, I just gave him the good Gatorade. Yeah. I gave him the good Gatorade, <laughs> is what he says. So hopefully he's given some of that good Gatorade. Well, let's talk Monmouth College athletics. Of course, Delaney, uh, my broadcast partner tonight, is running track at Monmouth College, was a, uh, a, a great athlete here at Monmouth Roseville during her time. And also Bianca Luna. Bianca, you and I have worked together a little bit on the air too, haven't we? Let's, uh, ooh, let me get you turned up there. Let's see if that works. Yeah. Try it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Let's get you. What is going on here? Testing, testing. I don't know if that's, if that's going on or not. Well, if nothing else, we'll get you, I'll get you a headset here. Let me, uh, let me get you a headset here. Let's take, we'll take a 30-second break. We'll come back and I'll talk with Delaney and Bianca. I got to get her hooked up to a headset here. We'll be back. All right, we got some technical difficulties uh, straightened out here. Uh, can we hear you now, Bianca? Yes. Perfect. There we go. Bianca Luna, uh, a Monmouth Roseville graduate as well, two-sport athlete at Monmouth College, playing softball and basketball. How's things going with you at the college? They're going well, I'd say. Good. Yeah. Um, uh, new coaches with, with Megan Jones and, and Coach McClory. Mm -hmm. um, what do you think about the new coaches? I think they're both really good. They're both completely different. But yeah, they're really good. They really know how to um, talk to their players, I'd say. Like, they know how to like get the team connected. Um, and are they here tonight? Did you say they're here tonight? Yes, Coach Cole and Coach Jones are actually in the stands tonight. So you can't say anything bad about them because they're going to hear you right now. Nope. Right, right, right. Wow. Uh, so uh, let's talk about basketball. How's the team doing so far this year? I've been seeing some scores. More, more on the good end than the bad end, I think. Yeah, we're doing well. Um, We've ha we've had some rocky games. Like we just played down in um, where were we? We're, we went to IC. <laughs> you go down to Jacksonville. Yes, and we we had a really bad first half, but we picked it up um, in the second half. And like you kind of said with them, like their energy came out like in the second and. Honestly, basketballs like your team feeds off of energy, so like energy is very important. And once like we got that going, like things started to click. But we were just we just got down like too like too far in like the first half, and we just like couldn't make a comeback. Now, now you went to the college to uh, to play softball, right? Yes. And then, then they had uh, there's only like 
was minimal roster last year because of the coaching changeover. She said, yeah, I'll, I'll help you out on the basketball side yeah. and stayed with it. I thought that's cool. Yeah, basketball definitely was not in the plan for college. <laughs> But, but it not? happened, yeah. Uh, why not? So let's talk softball then. It's a uh, catcher for yes. Monmouth College. How's, what's the season look like? How did the fall season go? Um, I'd say fall went pretty well. A lot of There was a lot of development amongst the entire team. Our pitchers were doing really well. And I think we're going to have a really strong season this year. I, I played uh, many, many, many years of men's fast pitch softball, so I know how important the pitching position is oh, at yeah. college. And from talking to Coach McClory at our Freezing for Food event, she seemed to be pretty pleased with the pitching. Yeah, um, we are a little deeper in pitching this year, which is nice. We're short on catchers, so it's like kind of like hard to get every pitcher in, but they're good. They're working on their spins and all their pitches. We focus heavily a lot on like mechanics and stuff during the fall. Like we had them constantly redoing a bunch of like things. So I think we're going to be pretty good this year. Good. I, I can't wait to uh, to see you out on the, on the softball field and, and folks get to Glenny Gymnasium, the girls basketball team's a fun team to watch. Bianca, thank you so much for joining me. You and I are going to get hooked up for a game somewhere down the road again. Yes. All right. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. Now we'll switch things over to the Laney Rexroad, who's running track at Monmouth College. How's things going with you? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, we had our last practice of the semester today, so we maxed out on some weight room stuff, and our throwers had some other stuff to do, but it's going pretty good. Tell the folks what you're doing for the track team. Um, well, we've been training since August, but my events are pole vault, triple jump, and this year, <laughs> try and javelin. So. Are you really good yes, for you? Yes, yes. How do you like that? Um, <laughs> I tried it last last year for one meet. I didn't really like it, but good. <laughs> Coach Woodard told me I was doing it, trying it again this year. So I'm trying it. Well, good for you. I know. I know you. Uh, you just you just started doing pole vault like oh, late yeah. in your high school yeah. career, right? Like junior, mm -hmm. senior year, and yeah. and liked it and, and took to it really well. Yes. And I knew once you got to the college with the fit, oh great coaches yes. they've yes. always yes. had at the track program that you were going to be even better once you got yes. to that next level. Yeah, I think I hit about a foot and a half higher than my high school PR just last year in that my freshman college season. So it was pretty awesome. Good. Well, I can't wait till uh, they get to see you on the in your indoor season. Yeah. It's too much farther away. Now, do they have pole vault for indoor? They do. Okay, they I do. thought so. I thought so. Okay, we're back underway here in the second half. Uh, good Again, good luck this indoor and outdoor season, Thank Delaney. You. And Let's get going here with the uh, second half. So that's going to bring our LNP Insurance Agency halftime show to a close. We'll have your Save-A-Lot Food Stores halftime scoring update here in uh, in uh, just a little bit once we get another ball stoppage. Uh, it is going to be Morrison basketball to start the second half. Just underway. Titans lead 31-23. to 23. And the shot, and here come the Titans up the floor. Across into and drawing a foul. That's better. Even I could, I'd like to see her go a little bit even stronger. Oh, yeah. You know, she kind of, she still kind of faded away. Yeah. It's Brianna Woodard we're talking about there. She drew the foul, but I think she was fortunate to get the, to draw that foul. So that will put uh, Brianna at the free throw line, where she's pretty solid there as well. 64% free throw shooter on the season, a little short, a jinxer. The Titans were eight of eight in the first half from the free throw line. Leading in scoring for Mammoth Roseville was Maddie Gillen with 15 points, three three pointers. Six points apiece for Lexi Finnecombe and Brianna Woodard, and two points apiece for Tatiana Talibaa and Carmen Houston. I really jinxed her because she missed them both. <laughs> so Farm King, the family store with more, doesn't get any uh, free throws that time around. In the first half, or first half, yeah, first half, five of six from the free throw line was the Morrison Mustang or Phillies. He called Mustang. Shelby Beltrop with a miss. 
Titans on the run out. Carmen Houston backs down the uh, the younger Beltrop. 6-2 sophomore Cameron Beltrop. It was Carmen versus Cameron, and uh, Carmen wins that battle. She'll go to the free throw line. If it's, if it's down to a strength issue, I think she's going to win a lot oh, of yeah. battle. See her just backing down old uh, Cameron Beltrop. But she's not like, uh, Cameron's not like super skinny. Six no, she's no, no. solid, but yeah. Carmen's at a whole nother strength level. Make the, misses the first one. Boy, I've really put a jinx on the Titans here. They missed their last three after going eight for eight in the first half. Second free throw is good. All right, there we go. There we go. Got it back. That is uh, three points for Kerman in the ball game. She averages um, about 12 and a half. 32-23, Titans by nine. Seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. Driving baseline is Bailey Brewer across the lane. And scoring is, is that, uh, that's Robbins again, I think. Yeah, she's got four. I thought, I think Diana Robbins, she's only got four points, but I think she's played actually pretty good no, ball. No, yeah. Game. Right elbow jumper is no good by Brianna Woodard. Rebound loose on the floor. Carmen Houston battling with Cameron Beltrop and over the timeline from the Phillies. Ooh. Lead pass down, got trapped under the basket a little too far to Shelby. Tatiana Taliba back on the floor for Mammoth Roseville. You know, I think the, the, uh, the rotation has been Finnecum for Taliba, but yeah. Finnecum played so well. Taliba misses a three. I think Finnecum was playing so well, he didn't really want to mess with that combination. No, yeah. If you had that chemistry going, then why kill it? Exactly, yeah. Uh, and plus, Tatiana had, had two fouls, so yeah. it kept her off the floor anyway and for the second half. Missed shot in the lane by Shelby Veltrop. She thought she got fouled. Here comes the Titans on the run. Taliba'a, left wing three, in and out, no good, but she's going to get three free throws. Closing out was uh, Diana Robbins. And we're gonna, if that's, that was in the act of shooting, that's going to be three. Now they're going to say it was after the shot. Oh. So it was on the box out there. So the foul is going to be the second one on Diana Robbins. 3-2 zone here by the Morrison Phillies. Not really a 1-2-2. No. More just for kind of a 3-2, which you don't see much. You either see a 1-2-2 or a 2-3. Yeah. You don't see a 3-2 very often. Dribbling into the corner is Taliban. Too much dribbling here for Mama Roseville. Yeah. More, more dribbling than I usually see him do. Boy, a block from behind. Cameron Beltrop blocks Brianna Woodard. This is going to get real physical here this last two quarters as Carmen Houston backing down into Shelby Beltrop trying to stop the entry pass. So. You know, that's kind of a hard call, you know, because you're always saying step back, jump back, because she's so tall you don't want that ball to get into there, but... She's just been, I mean, when you're, when you're, when you're Carmen Houston, you're giving up three, four inches, yeah. maybe even more. So you just got to lean. Yes, that's all you have. And sometimes they call it pulling the chair out from under him. <laughs> yeah. If Shelby moves, he just, just yeah. backs right on yeah. down. <laughs> 5.20 to go third quarter. Titans lead the Phillies 32 to 25. Mama throws the leading Morrison into Shelby Beltrop. Little jumper high off the glass. Doesn't get the bounce. Doesn't get the shooter's roll, and here comes Houston ahead to Taliba'a. Now move this thing around the zone a little bit here. And Killen will take a three, in and out, no good. Long rebound by Mariah Reading. Gets it to Brianna Woodard, ball fake. Loose on the floor, yeah, that's a travel call. We finally get somebody <laughs> to fall on the floor and get a travel call. So Diana Robbins is gonna get called for travel. Boy, she banged her elbow when she went down. I know, I heard it with the headset on. 
into Woodard in the corner. Ooh, dangerous pass up top to Taliba. She'll drive down the middle of the lane, drop oh, pass to pass. Woodard, layup good. Beautiful set by Mammoth Roseville. Now the Titan fans start to get into a little bit here. And the lead's back to nine, tying the biggest lead for Mammoth Roseville, 34-25. Yeah, they travel call, or not travel call, charging call on Bailey Brewer. I think that's her four. I was yeah. going to just say that. Also with three fouls is. is Jordan East. Yeah, Bailey Brewer has had an issue with fouling out. I noticed when I was doing some game prep, she averages two and a half fouls, and I think she's fouled out of at least three games of the eight that they've played. So, fouling has been, and they don't go real deep on the bench. So, of course, your starters are going to, you know, they're going to accrue, yeah. they're going to accrue some fouls. And they reach in foul on Diana Robbins, and I think that's her fourth, no, third, third, third foul. And uh, Coach Coach Grimm not agreeing with uh, the call there. It'll be too long before maybe the bench gets teed up In the lane is Tally Ball. Another Again. drop pass. Oh. This time Wooder's shot is blocked, but gets the loose ball. The Titans will swing it around the horn. Houston takes a shot from the short corner, drives in, goes up strong, and draws the foul. It takes out. Brianna Woodard and a technical foul on the Morrison Phillies. That is going to go on Bailey Brewer, and she's really close to picking up a second technical here. Oh wow! Oh man! And she oh that's her fifth foul. It is. Yeah, so she's gone anyway. So we're going to get we're going to here's what's going to happen. We're going to get two shots. It's a shooting foul, I believe. Yeah, I think the officials are getting squared around now. Carmen Houston's going to get two shots on the shooting foul. And then I'm guessing the Titans are going to stick Maddie Gillen up there for the yeah. two uh, technical free throws. So Houston's going to get a pair here with nobody on the free throw, with nobody on the lane. And this, by the time this is all said and done, is we're going to get four free throws and the ball. But maybe not the ball. I'm not sure we're going to get possession of it. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think they're, they're squaring away who's going to get the possession here after these four free throws. So playing, playing uh, the best possible scenario, you make four free throws, that makes it 38 to 25. Yeah. So this game went to 13 points quick. And they're without Bailey Brewer on the mm -hmm. floor. She's fouled out. And on her way off the floor, I see Bailey wave, <laughs> yeah. give, give the official a little bye-bye thing. So, and missing a free throw is Carmen Houston. A little trouble from the free throw line for Carmen. 68% free throw shooter on the season. She's just one for three, so see if she can split them here. Yeah, makes the second one. So now I would imagine Maddie Gillen's going to step up for two more free throws. That makes a 10-point lead, 35-25 with 4.05. We're trying to get all this stuff sorted out for you yeah. folks. But Bailey Brewer has fouled out for sure. First free throw by Gillen is good. Nothing but net for Maddie. That's 16 points for Maddie. Seven of seven from the free throw line. And the lead is up to 11. Second free throw is good as well. Perfect from the free throw line is Gillen. Eight for eight. 17 points, yeah, and it'll be Titan basketball. Boy, if you hit a three ball here, you went from a seven point lead to a 15 point lead pretty that darn quick. Big. And getting in the passing lane, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> Layup on the other end. Lazy pass there by Mama Throwsville. 
So instead of a 15-point lead, it's actually down to a 10-point lead. Let's see if that technical fires up the Phillies here a little bit. Of course, I don't, I'm not sure either team could be any more fired up than they already are. <laughs> Very physical game we're watching. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun to be out there in this oh, one? Oh, man. <laughs> it would be. <laughs> it, would have been, it wasn't too long before you were out there. Oh, I know. Right wing is Mariah reading top of the key. Taliba. Left wing is Gillen. Now the Titans say, if you're going to stay in the zone, if I'm on Throwsville, I'll, I'd pass this thing around for three and a half minutes. Mariah reading gets her shot blocked. as a little backdoor cut from uh, backdoor cut and a pass from Carmen Houston. So the Titans will inbound. And off the foot of a Philly. Somehow the Titans get it. Gillen, three, no good back iron, but Carmen Houston gets the rebound. In the lanes, Tommy Vall, floater off the glass, no good. Woodard gets her shot blocked and out of bounds. But the Titans keep the ball. They might just, ooh, now we're gonna get a warning for the coach for uh, Kerry Grimm, the head coach for Morrison in her sixth season. So there's a warning now inbounded to Gillen with a three ball. Mammoth Farmer Realty, sponsoring our three balls. If you're ready to buy or sell your home, get listed and get it sold with Mammoth Farmer Realty. Call them at 734-6600. And a blocking ooh. call. On Carmen Houston, I tell you what, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And, and you officiate. I'd never officiated. You've officiated a little bit. Now, Coach Weber wants to know, here's the thing. She's a, she's a young official. Yes. If she calls that on Morrison, this place probably explodes. Oh, yes. So the call was on Carmen Houston. I think Coach Weber's saying the same thing. I don't yes. care. I don't care what the uh, I don't care what the fans are saying. No, nope. you got to make the call right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, free throws missed by Diana Robbins, so she'll get a second one and misses both. And reading with the uh, rebound. Now that this is what you, this is where you say ball don't lie, right? Yeah. This is where the ball don't lie come in. You you get a uh, a uh, kind of a controversial call and then you miss two free throws. So Brianna Woodard free throw line jumper is no good right from the right elbow. 2.28 to go third quarter. 40-27, Titans by 13. Left wing. Oh, get that. Pass from Cameron Beltrop into Shelby. It's a shot to go somehow. Somehow got it to go. Into Carmen Houston, takes it up strong. And the follow is no good by Woodard, but that's what that's what you gotta do if you're Carmen Houston. Yeah. She didn't hesitate. She didn't set, let, let the Veltrops get set. Nope. She took it right up at him. And a steal by Maddie Gillen. She's gonna go in, make the layup. Contested layup by Diana Robbins. Gillen now with 22 points. I think that's a season high for Maddie. She averages 15. And nearly a steal in the backcourt. Falling down was the Morrison Phillies. And here comes the Titans, a three on two. Pass across, layup good. Maddie Gillen from Tatiana Talival. She's got such good court awareness. Oh, she does. The lead is back up to 15. Timeout taken by head coach Kerry Grimm for the Morrison Mustangs. We'll step aside, take a full minute break here. It is 44 to 25, 29, 15 point lead for Mammoth Rose. We'll be back in 60. Back here at Monmouth Roseville, both teams back on the floor following the Tickham's Electric timeout. Looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust, call Tickham's Electric at 335-3034. Up the right sideline is Morrison. Crossover dribble in the lane is 
is uh, Diana Robbins. That's a good call. Standing in there. Who got, who took that charge? Is that I Carmen? I think it was Carmen, yeah. Carmen she finally got her charge call. It was uh, Robbins trying to go coast to coast. Made a nice crossover dribble at about half court to get herself back into the uh, middle of the middle of the lane and then uh, just charge just right into Carmen Houston. She's going to step in on anybody. She don't care who it is. I'll step in and take that charge. Now, it was a little deep, to be fairness. I always complain yeah. that we need that semi-circle uh -huh. in the lane <laughs> because I don't like the defenders to get too deep. And yeah. to be fair, Carmen was pretty deep on that yeah. one. <laughs> if there was a semi-circle, that's, that's, nope. that's not a charge call. Gillen on the left wing. Behind the back dribble by Maddie. Gives it to Mariah Reading. A little more pressure here by uh, by Morrison. Not quite in a not in a man to man, but they're extending their three two here a little bit. More kind of a matchup zone here now. Yeah. Left wing is Maddie Gillen. Back to the top of the keys, Taliba. The Titans don't have to be in a hurry. Down to 30 seconds. Houston will take a baseline jumper. No good. Tipped around, and it's going to stay with Mammoth Roseville. Good job by Brianna Woodard to let that go out of bounds. That's kind of Carmen's spot there. If she's not in the paint, she likes that little short yeah. little baseline jumper. Behind the back to Taliba into Houston. Back out to Reading. Taliba to Gillen now with 18 seconds. Plenty of time. We'll take one too early here. Right wing is Houston now. They swing it back around to Gillen. Top of the key. Taliba drives down the lane. Floater off the glass, no good. Tipped around. Morrison and will not get a shot off. Good quarter by Mammoth Roseville. 13-point quarter, and they hold the Phillies to six points in that third quarter. Only a bucket from Shelby Beltrop, Diana Robbins, and Jordan Eads. The only thing they got in that period. We'll step aside, take a one-minute break. 44 to 29, Titans by 15. Back here at the shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School as we start the fourth quarter. It'll be Titan basketball leading by 15. Yeah, if they're going to stay in that zone, Mammoth Roseville got three guards out here around the volleyball line just uh, just inside half court there. If they're going to, I mean, they're extending the zone a little bit, but you can still play catch out front. Yeah. If you're Coach Weber, you can hold this thing for eight minutes if you want to. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could. Tommy, or uh, you're reading. On the right sideline, picks up her dribble, but gets it to Houston. In the right corner, she'll fake and drive, loses a handle on it, but Woodard gets it back up top to a guard. Taliba on top of the key, drives in, off the glass and good. Nice take by Taliba. She's really good at those little floaters, you know. And she needs to do that more. And yes. I think she will. She's only a sophomore. Like, like yeah. Coach Weber tells me all the time, I keep forgetting she's just a sophomore. Yeah. That's gonna come, ooh, there's almost a travel call and stolen away from Diana Robbins. Good aggressive defense by Mammoth Roseville. Reading will hold it. Now Gillen right out near mid-court. If Gillen, if you're Gillen, you don't have to get rid of it. Just stand there here at the, about where the logo's at, just, just inside half court. Woodard back out to Reading. To Houston in the corner. Now they'll throw it around the arc. Free throw line, Woodard back out to Gillen. Yeah, uh, Morrison refusing. Are they going, man? No, they're still in the zone, aren't they? I think so. Ooh, right between the legs of Carmen Houston, but she dives on the floor, tries to save it, goes out of bounds. <laughs> she had no shot of saving that. It still, still sacrificed the body. Yeah. Love to see the hustle. 17-point lead now, 46 to 29. Titans still picking up a little full court here. Two Robbins, they lob it into Shelby Beltrop, takes it up in the lane and scores. 
and it was one of your keys, and we've talked about it the whole game. They've made it really tough for the Veltrops to get the ball in the paint here this whole second half. Yeah. That's only Shelby's fourth point in the second half. She's got 16 for the ball game, and only her fourth point in the second half. And Carmen, her sister, or Cameron, excuse me, Cameron, her 6'2 sophomore sister, has not scored in the second half. Yeah, now Morrison looks like they went to the man-to-man, -man, so they're in a straight man-to-man -man now. Taliba will stop and fire a three, no good. Rebounded by Shelby Veltroff. Maybe, maybe a little quick. I mean, I don't mind her taking the open shot, but maybe a little quick. Good defense by Monmouth Rose, almost forcing a five call, but instead they'll lob it into Shelby Veltroff for the uh, layup. 13-point game, 46-33, so if nothing else, this what, what uh, the Phillies have done, they've taken the Titans out of their rhythm. Yeah, and I think yeah. Coach Weber sensed that. They're just kind of out of their rhythm here because they're holding the ball, and that's not, yeah. that's not their game. That's not their game. I mean, I don't blame him for wanting to run no, some more clock. But uh, it's just not, he's not, they're not comfortable with that style of play. It's a full timeout, so we will take a full minute break. Back underway here at Monmouth Roseville High School. Both teams back on the floor. Titans turn it over on their first possession following the timeout. Tinkham's Electric timeout. If you're looking for an electrician contractor that you can trust, call Tinkham's Electric. 335-304. Driving in, drawing a foul, and not getting the shot to go was uh, Diana Robbins. She averages 12. She's only got four tonight. They did a good job on yeah. Diana. I feel like she's a very versatile uh, basketball player. She's pretty good on defense, too, and she kind of moves the ball. Seems like the glue of their team. I, I, I totally agree. Five, five eight senior. She's, I mean, she's tall for a point yeah. guard. Yeah. Very tall for a point guard, which is, which is going to help the Veltrop sisters because you don't have the short point guards yeah. to look over the defense for the lot for, yeah. you know, for the entry pass. She can get right on the defense and misses the uh, second one, but makes the first one. Farm King, the family store with Morris since 1959, gets one out of two free throws there. It's a 12-point game. Monmouth Roseville up by 12. Still plenty of time here. And 4.40 to go. I'd like to see the Titans get a little bit more aggressive again on offense now that, they, now that they've got them out of that zone. Tully Ball in the lane, drives up, throws it off the glass. No good. Tried to draw the call, but good no call there, I think, by the official. Yeah. Didn't quite get enough no. contact there. So a bucket here makes it a 10-point game. Into Shelby Beltrop, loses a handle on it. In the lane, shot no good by Jordan Eads, and Houston gets the rebound. That, yeah, that would have made it really interesting. Taliba behind the back dribble. Now they get it to the left wing to Patty Gillen. Back to Taliba, top of the key, hands it off to Mariah Reading. Brianna Woodard to Gillen. Oh, good slip, slip there by uh, Mariah Reading. Can't get the layup to go, but it's loose on the floor. Jump ball possession to the Morrison Mustangs, or the Phillies, call them Mustangs, the Phillies. But the Titans still picking up full court. I like that too. Yeah, keeping but, the pressure on. Yeah, which is which is good, but we've seen it be a double-edged sword all night yeah. long. So the last thing you want to do is give up a bunch of layups here with, with four minutes to go. Now a timeout taken by Coach Grimm as uh, Emery Brewer was trapped up there, uh, up near the timeline. That was a dangerous spot for Brewer. Could, Good timeout by Coach Grimm. It's a, uh, it's a full timeout, so we'll step aside, take another minute break. It is 46 to 34, Monmouth Roseville leading Morrison by 12 with 3.43 to go. 
first possession following the timeout taken by head coach Carrie Grimm. It's a foul on uh, Brianna Woodard. She's got four fouls. Uh, I've got Carmen Houston with three. I don't know what the board has Carmen with. They got uh, three fouls on Carmen. Loose in the backcourt. Boy, Brianna Woodard just about beat Shelby Veltrop to the basketball, but Morrison comes up with it. Dribbling is Jordan Eads. Now trapped on the on the side is Eads. Gets it to Shelby Veltrop, looking for her sister across the lane. Oh, it's going to go on Carmen Houston. That'll be her fourth. Things can get interesting here with 3.20 yeah, to go. Can. It's, it's uh, 46 to 34. It's a 12-point lead for Mama Throwsville, but now Carmen Houston has four and Brianna Woodard has four. Inbounding under their own hoop is Morrison. 3.20 to go. They lob it in. Brianna Woodard gets in the passing lane somehow. Diana Robbins comes up with it, and her shot is missed. And Gillen gets the rebound and slows things down over the timeline. Two reading. And another. Sloppy passing leads to a near steal by Morrison, but it goes out of bounds. It'll be Titan basketball. So Gillen will trigger in. I like I like to see that I like the Titans fight they've showed tonight. We know yeah. they're scrappy. I mean, you you've been a part of this program. You know how scrappy this program is. But they were scrappy and didn't get caught up in in all the yeah. other stuff that was going on. That's good. They good kept discipline. their composure very yeah, well. Great way to put it. Great way to put it. In the lane is Tatiana Talivaw gets it back out to Reading. Right wing is Mariah. Gets it back out to Talibah on top of the key. Gets it nearly poked away, but brought back in by Talibah. She'll pull up in the lane, missed the shot. Rebounded by Woodard, nearly traveled. Had to throw it up the lane, no good. Loose on the floor. It's going to be a tie-up, and it's going to belong to Mammoth Roseville. <laughs> so I've watched Coach Grimm play solid defense and then get the tie-up and you lose yeah. possession. <laughs> 2.24 to go. We'll see when they go. And a bad pass in from Gillen to Houston goes out of bounds. It'll be Morrison basketball. I don't know how long it's going to take before Morrison starts to foul, but they've got a lot of girls on the floor with a bunch of fouls. Yeah. So they're going to have to be careful with the one that with the ones that do get the fouls. But And an entry pass Ooh. tipped away by Houston. Loose on the floor. It's going to be Jordan Eats. And I think that's going to be her four. And it'll be free throws for Mama Throws. One of the bonus. It is Eats. Is that her fifth? Yeah, that's no nope, four. Just four on Eats. Had somebody checking in, I thought. Boy, the Titans didn't go very deep on the bench tonight. And I know there's some sickness running through. Uh, you got a sister that plays on, on the team, so you know yeah. the sickness that's been kind of running through the uh, Titan program and every, every basketball mm -hmm. program. I know the Titan boys have had some sickness. Everybody's got some sickness right now. So the Coach Weber has really, really ridden ridden the starters hard tonight. Matter of fact, Lexi Finnicum, is that the only sub we've seen? Because I know um, Malia Kelly usually gets a bunch of time and yeah. she's sick this week. Yeah. I think Lexi Finnicum has been the only sub. I believe tonight. so, yeah. And that was during the first half. I don't think she's came in in the no, second half right? at all. Yeah. She had a great first half. Yeah. And now we're going to get uh, something going on at the scorer's desk now. Is uh, Tad Johnson, one of the officials, has called over Robbie Hinkle to get something straightened out. It is five. They're trying to straighten out the foul situation. So Eads. No, she's still on the floor, so it is only four. So we have one of the bonus. 
poor Tali Ma'a and uh, Coach Weber's getting an explanation for Ted. So it's been one of the face one of the face. weirdest games. Boy, you picked a you picked a good night to I get know. started with your with your color analyst career. <laughs> this has just been a crazy one all night long. That's a bad thing when you're up here with these headsets on. You have no idea I what's know. going on. <laughs> well, Tatiana Talibal is going to get a, a, a one of the bonus here. And does not get the roll. So she will not get a second free throw. Farm King, the family store with more, only gets one free throw that time around. 46-34 with just a little over two minutes left. Oh, you don't need that. You don't need that. Talibal, that's your. Oh, they're going to call that. Is that a five-second call? I think you might have caught a double dribble. Oh, so good defense there by Taliba. I was going to chastise her for getting a foul there. I apologize to uh, Tatiana there. Good save by Kerman Houston, but saves it right back into Morrison. Taliba and Emery Brewer get uh, tied up there. So the alternating possession will go to the Morrison Mustangs. But 2.04 left fourth quarter, 46-34. Haven't had a whole lot of scoring in this quarter. No. Uh, the Phillies have five points, and the Titans just have one single bucket from Taliba. But they've been running a lot of clock, too. Not really uh, nearly as, as uh, sort of offensively. In the lane is Shelby Veltrop, gets it into her sister, Carmen, and she scores. Cameron. That's the first, first field goal for Cameron in the second half. That makes it a 10-point game, 46-36. Still a minute 40 to go in the lane. And Tatiana Taliba is going to get draw a foul on Emery Brewer as she guarded her a little too tight getting to the line. So it's still just a one of the bonus. This will be the last one of the bonus for Mammoth Roseville. That's the 10th uh, team. No, this is a 10th team foul. So it will be two shots. So Tot's going to get two more as uh, Coach Webb calls her. Tot. This is the first one. Tali Baas, that's one thing as a sophomore she's got to get a little better at is free throws. 38% coming into this, into, this, uh, into this ball game and is 0 for 3. So that's going to go down even further. 3 for 11 on this season. And, you know, the uh, Phillies can get this down to a single-digit game. Uh, they trail by 10. Driving in as East. Gets her drive cut off. Good team defense there by the Titans. Skip pass to the left wing. Eads. And this is not a three-point shooting team, so they're not going to get back into shooting the three. They've only made five all season. Yeah. Total. Lob pass Ooh. is out of bounds. Off. Well, they're going to say that is off the Morrison Mustangs. It'll be Titan basketball. With a minute nine to go. Got to get in. There we go. Got it into Maddie Gillen. <laughs> I think Ball was looking at the, look at the coach Weber, and, and we were ready to inbound the ball. Yeah. Gillen and sloppy pass picked off by Morris. It's going to lead to probably a layup here by Eads. Good hustle by Maddie Gillen. Misses the shot, but trailing is Shelby Beltrop. Down to an eight point game with 45 seconds to go. The Mustangs got to get a foul here. And that's if you're going to foul, you want to foul Tali Ball. She's yeah. only shooting three for 11. Gets it into Houston. Ooh, good pass. Boy, Morrison absolutely missed their chance there with 40 seconds to go to put Tali Ball on the free throw line. And now a foul on Jordan Eads. That'll be five on Eads. And Reading will get a couple free throws. She's a 78% free throw shooter. So that's good news for the Titans. Boy, if, if they had a chance to foul Taliba there. They should. With 40, 45 seconds left on the clock. Yeah. Now you're down to 32 and you got a, a decent free throw shooter on the line. Good free throw shooter. 
First one's good by Mariah Reading. Farm King, the family store with more, gets free throw. 47 to 38, back up by nine with 32 seconds to go. Second free throw is good by Reading as well. So that's, that's Mariah's first two points of the game, but big free throws at the end of the ball game. You always take that. Into the front court comes Morrison. Trailing by 10, gotta get a shot up. A little give and go from Shelby. Beltrop to Cameron Beltrop. Layup is good with 18 seconds. And we're gonna see, there's another chance they had to get Taliba with the foul. If you're not gonna foul there, you, you don't foul here at all. Yeah. Last 13 seconds. That's just ridiculous. In the backcourt is Maddie Gillen. That's who you want the ball in the hands of. Down with uh, less than 10 seconds to go. And they did get a foul. So Diana Robbins is gonna draw the foul. Is that her fifth? She's headed to the sideline, so that might yes. be her fifth. So she, yeah, she's gonna foul out. How many and players of theirs have fouled out? Three? I got one, two, three, yeah. Uh, Brewer, Eads, and Robbins. And doing, like I say, doing some game prep. Yeah. Um, they didn't they didn't send any stats to me, so I was just looking back at all the scorebooks that they send each, after each game, and, and they had some issues with girls fouling out, but they don't go very deep on the base. Yeah. First free throw by Gillen is good. Her first point of the fourth quarter. That gives her 25 points and a timeout taken with eight and a half seconds left. You're down nine with eight and a half seconds left, and we got a timeout taken. All right, whatever. We'll uh, we'll step aside, take a 30-second break or so. 49-40, Mammoth Roseville. We'll be back. Following the Morrison Tickham's Electric timeout, looking for an electrician contractor you can trust, call Tickham's Electric at 335-304. Maddie Gillen makes the free throw. You can't freeze Maddie. She's 10 for 10 from the free throw line tonight. And a steal by Gillen. Two reading, good job. Guts a senior right there. Didn't try to take the layup. Just gonna bring it right back out and dribble it out. That's good heads up play there by Mariah Reading. The steal by Gillen, she got it to uh, Mariah who was standing under the basket. Could have took a contested layup, but instead dribbled it right back out and dribbled the time off. 50 Very to 40. Mammoth Roseville is gonna stay undefeated on the season at nine to no, and they're three and oh in the the uh, Three Rivers Athletic Conference West Division. Uh, I don't know what uh, Sherrard did. Sherrard was in action tonight. Maybe I'll look it up while, we'll, uh, while we're going to break here. Sherrard was playing Erie Prophetstown, who was 1-1 in the conference. Sherrard on top coming into this one at 3-0. Now Mammoth Roseville goes to 3-0 with the win, and uh, I'll see if I can find this a Sherrard score. We'll step aside, take a three-minute break. We'll get a chance to talk to head coach uh, Scott Weber and uh, both coaches kind of talking things over here at midcourt. And yeah, this has been, uh, and uh, Coach Looper is, uh, let's take a three minute break and come back and we'll try to get all this sorted out. <laughs> we'll be back. Welcome back to the Shoebox at Mammoth Roseville High School. The Titans get a 50 to 40 win over the Morrison Phillies. Mammoth Roseville is at nine and zero on the season and three and zero in the Three Rivers Conference's West Division. The Phillies fall to four and five overall, and now one and two in the West Division. And then uh, got the chance to uh, talk to some folks here in the, in the bleachers, and didn't get the chance to get the Sherrard score. But tune in tomorrow morning to the Sports Report, either on Sunday 97.7 or AM 1330, FM 94.1 WRAM, and uh, and we'll give you the uh, score from all over the Western Western Division last night, or, or from tonight. So. Again, your score 50 to 40 as we start the post-game show, sponsored by Lair's Collision Center. 
If you have collision damage repair, call Lair's Collision Center at 734-1949. Lair's Collision Center, professional auto body repair that drivers uh, trust. So I'm going to give the uh, headset over to Scott Weber. Now we're having microphone issues, so you won't be able to hear me in the headset, but we can hear you through there. There you go. That's what we need. Coach, what, uh, what a, what a, uh, this is just an odd ball game tonight. Ugly. <laughs> it was very right? ugly. It was um, very ugly. There, there's really no other way to define it but ugly. But, uh, you know, a win's a win. I was proud of the girls for fighting the way they did. I thought, I thought early Morrison came out uh, a little bit tougher than we did, but I thought we responded and uh, and got a victory. Um, with everything that was going on extracurricular, whether it was in the bleachers or on the floor, uh, Delaney put it perfectly. She said, we kept our composure through the whole thing. We kept our composure. No matter what was going on, we seemed to keep our composure. Well, it was borderline, but we did. She's right. right. That's, that's right. why Laney's so smart, right? But, <laughs> that's right. Um, you know, you get close. It's hard when you want to play that way. And, you know, I, I don't know how else to say it. It's just they're, I don't know. I'm just going to say that when when they want to create stuff and we don't respond, that's where that's when we win. And we got close a couple times, uh, talked to a couple of them. But uh, for the most part, you're right. We held our composure, and we went on our little run. They lost their composure, and that was a big difference of the game. Uh, Bell Chops, of course, they got their points. Uh, 20 points for Shelby, which is right at her average, and then and 11 points for, for Cameron, right at her average. But the thing is, they're going to get theirs, and you and I talked about it. They're going to get theirs. Nobody else went off. Now, you know what? They're good. Um, they're good, and the girls know they know how to find each other. But then also, the girls just turn and throw it up. And when you're 6'2", long 6'2", and can jump a little bit, we really, other than Bree, we don't really have an answer for it. You know, we tried step back, jump back, and it didn't really work that much. But, you know, they're good. They know where each other's at. And, I mean, they do a nice job. You know, I thought we'd have an advantage in the guard play, and I thought our guards were better than theirs tonight. Yeah, what else did you see that you liked tonight? You know, at, at times I liked our patience, you know. At times I didn't. Obviously, we took some hurried shots. We didn't do it. But when we needed to run some time off and they were going to sit back in that zone, I was proud of the way. Because we, we haven't worked on that yet. The, the key word there is yet. We're going we're gonna to put some time sure. on the clock, and we'll, we'll fix that. The problem is, is when you tell them to, to be careful, then they stop scoring. And so that caught that almost caught up with us, and, and I'll fix it. I learned like everybody else does. That was a mistake by me. You know? Yeah, it's it's not certainly not in the comfort zone. You guys don't like to play that way, but you've got to be able to. Right, absolutely. You know, and we got the guards to do it, and you know, post our post can handle a little bit too. So when they flash up, they can kick it out, and so we can use them in that. But we got to work on it, and and that's what I've got to get through to the girls is that just because we slow it up doesn't mean we don't want to score. You know, and. And so we'll work on that, but I was proud of them. Just the, the guttiness of them, really, the grit. Um, we haven't had one like this, right? And, and I was proud of them for responding. Yeah, it's going to be a fun, gonna be a fun matchup. I told Delaney, I'm, I'm jumping in my car, and I'm going to go to Morrison for the next one because it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. <laughs> this, and I told her, I said, this is the safest place for somebody like me to be is with the headset on because I, yeah, I probably would have got caught up in all Yeah, this. you would never do that anyway. I, I know you well no, enough. You would never not. do that. Of course not. Uh, guard play. I thought Tatiana, this was a good – talk about learning experience. This was a good learning experience for her. Uh, got those two quick fouls. And then uh, sat her for a little bit, put Lexi in, which is part of your rotation anyway. But then Lexi was just playing so well, you couldn't get her off the floor. Right, yeah. And she says, I'm going to need to come out. And I'm like, I can't take you out. <laughs> I mean, when, when somebody's on a roll like that, you know, I thought defensively early she was too aggressive, but then calmed down a little bit. But offensively, she gave us a nice little spark. But, you know, we're better when Todd's on the floor. There's no, there's no doubt about that when Todd's on the floor. And it's, 
it's fun when you have a player like Matty Gillen that can knock down threes, drive, and do that also. So, I mean, that was that was fun. What a nice game by Matty. Uh, 10 for 10. I tried everything I could to jinx her at the free throw line, and she's too good for me to jinx her. And how many of those even hit rim? <laughs> not very many, man. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Not many of her threes hit the rim either. No. So, but she's she's a special player, and, you know, I had a nice chat with their assistant coach, which is the Veltrop's dad. You know, okay. and he said, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you right now, number three is a, a great player. And she does it quietly, doesn't she? She's not yes. real flashy. She's just a very solid, high, off-the-chart basketball IQ and gets to the right place at the right time. When you talk basketball IQ, I like her IQ on the defensive end even better than I like her IQ on the offensive end. Don't tell her, she's you, in said, the passing lanes. her you said that. <laughs> right. I'm not telling her. She's, know, in, she's in the passing lanes. She's got hands everywhere. She's I just can, quick, and yes. she can jump. I mean, her jump, I mean, not only is it a high vertical, it's just a quick one, too. So, But... She played a great game tonight. I mean, you got to really give credit to her. I knew it would be tough inside. I knew it would. We talked about it, uh, but the, it was still a SWAT show by the Veltrop girls. But you can tell people they're 6'2", but you, you can't really define how 6'2 and long they are. And it's tough to simulate in practice. I mean, Brianna's no small girl, but no. it's tough to simulate that in practice. Right, yeah. And, I mean, I'm looking at your book right here. I'm looking at the third quarter. Again, we come out, win the third quarter, hold the team to six points. You know, and so... That's huge for us. That third quarter has been a huge third quarter for us coming out and holding teams to six. So, Doing a pretty good job shooting free throws, too. Four or five, almost uh, four or seven. And Tots, Tots still having some issues at the free throw line. She'll get that straightened out. Tots She's is all confidence. Good. That's yeah. all it is right. with Tots. You know, she, exactly. She knocks one down, she makes them all. She misses one, she misses them all. But she's she's a confidence player, streaky confidence. And we'll get her we'll get her going again. But we're just so much better with her on the floor. Got the weekend off. Then we'll see the Rockridge Rockets right here. It'll be the final game of the six-game homestand. Then we hit the road. And then and then uh, we come back home for uh, – we hit the road to Camp Point Central, which is another physical place to play. And then we come back here for a pretty solid West Hancock team uh, at home on December the 19th. But up next, Rockridge Rockets. Yeah, you know, they're, they're down from last year. Obviously, everybody knows how good they were last year. We struggled with them. We've seen them a few times. They, they're still going to come in and play hard. They're going to they're gonna have scouted us very well. I know both him and – you know, Ryan and Greg, the assistant coach, um, they do a great job with film. They'll have us broke down, but, you know, it's another thing. We're going to have advantage inside for sure, and uh, I think all around we got advantage, but we got to come in and take care of it. I think the girls have a chip on their shoulder still from last year. Uh, if lost they all don't, three last year, right? All four. All four. Yeah. Four, right. We lost uh, in the tournament If they don't have a chip on their shoulder, I have it for them. You know, and so we'll get ready for them. And then, you know, Camp Point, like you said, Camp Point is going to be this environment, but at Camp Point. So, I mean, it, this was great for us to have this so we can at least use it as a, as a gauge. All right. Have a good weekend, Coach. We'll talk to you on Monday. Appreciate it. Thank you. That's Head Coach Scott Weber with the Monmouth Roseville Titans here as the Titans get a 50-40 to 40 win. We'll go over the final scoring here for uh, – for the uh, Titans, the post-game scoring update brought to you by Midwest Bank, your locally owned community bank, investing in you, member FDIC. First for the Morrison Phillies, 20 points for Shelby Veltrop, the 6'3 senior. A younger sister, Cameron Veltrop, 6'2 sophomore, 11 points, 5 points for Diana Robbins, and 4 points for Jordan Eads. Just four players in the scoring column for yeah. Morrison. I got to get more around around those around the sisters. Got to get more going, and I think the Titans. I think it's all due to the Titan defense yeah, tonight. Yeah, I was going to say they held them to those four scores. Fort Monmouth throws though, 26 points for Maddie Gillen leading the way. I think that's. Uh, I know it's a season high. I'm not sure if that's a career high for Maddie or not. Something I have to look up and and uh, I'll share with the folks tomorrow. Eight points for Brianna Woodard. Six points for Lexi Finnicum. All in that second quarter where she played really well in relief of uh, of Tatiana Tatiba. Yes. 
Four points for, for Tatiana Taliba, four points for Carmen Houston, and two points for Mariah Reading from the free throw line. Mammoth Roseville, 16 of 23 from the charity stripe. That's pretty solid. Morrison Phillies, six of eight. The only thing we got left is some awards to hand out, and I always put the pressure on my uh, on broadcast partners for, for this. So if we get any complaints, I just give them your number. Yeah. And then they have to call you. <laughs> just kidding. Don't just talk kidding. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive player of the game is sponsored by Ben Olson Country Financial. Planning for a secure financial future takes knowledge and experience. To make the right decisions, it's best to work with a professional like Ben to help build a plan for today and tomorrow. Who's our offensive player of the game tonight? I'm going to go with Maddie Gillen. You know, it's hard not to give it to her with 20-plus points. It's uh, it, you know, it's it's easy to do every night out. Yes. Oh, they have high school. Yes. But she did it all four quarters, man. It, yeah. All four quarters. Yeah. And you know, when Webb was talking about the high IQ, she is the most humble player I've ever met. With with all the talent she has, she is the most humble player I've ever met. I like to just watch her during warmups, oh, yeah. during during layups. <laughs> She's talking to yeah. the girls and talking to a few fans and yeah. teachers. All right. So our defensive player of the game, which is sponsored by Clark and Glasgow Law Office in Monmouth, representing clients in a wide range. Of criminal defense matters, visit ClarkandGlasgowLaw.com. Who locked down tonight? I'm going to go with Bree Woodard and Carmen Houston. It's hard to guard two six foot, two and three players. You know, they were working hard the whole game. I, uh, Shelby Veltrop scored 20, but it was it was a hard 20. Yes, yes. It was a hard 20, much I would so. call it. It didn't yeah. even seem like she scored 20, you no. know? When I told up, I was like, oh, goodness, she had 20 points. I, I wouldn't have guessed that, I think, yeah. by the eye test. And then uh, did a good job on the, on the younger sister, who's only an inch shorter. Yeah. 6'2". They held her to 11. So I like that. I like co-defensive players of the game tonight with those two girls just battling. In the yes, paint, they man. definitely deserve it. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna go to bed. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, they're going to go uh, to bed early tonight. They're going to need an ice bath tonight. All right, uh, that's going to do it. Your final score, 50-40. to 40. Monmouth Roseville gets the 10-point uh, win over the Morrison Phillies. Monmouth Roseville 9-0, 3-0 in the West Division of the Three Rivers Conference. The Morrison Phillies at 4-5. and five. They dropped to 1-2 and two in division play. I had a good time tonight with you, uh, Delaney. We're going to have to get hooked up again for yes, some more Yes, we do. Thank you very much for having me. You bet. You did a great job. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you around the bend. And I'm Sean Temple for Delaney Rex Road and Caden Rogers for, uh, for engineering tonight's broadcast. Uh, that's going to do it. We'll uh, see you folks tomorrow night from uh, right at the shoebox here. It's Mammoth Roseville Titan Boys Basketball, the Knoxville Blue Bullets. That's always you've been in this. You've been yeah. in section yeah. for some, some quite Titan, <laughs> Titan Blue Bullet boys basketball games. 7 o'clock is the scheduled tip-off, so we will, we will hit the air at about 6.45 with the pregame show. Till then, folks, have yourself a great night.